You don't have any jokes, but this is a comedy podcast. Uh, dun, 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 dun. A very serious comedy podcast. Seriously, though. On a very special episode. Of the worst case scenario. We're more likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul-mouthed jerk from out of town. Foul-mouthed? Fuck you, man. Astronauts, you are now rocking with a very special episode of the worst case scenario. Uh, hopefully, no one gets locked in a refrigerator or molested at a bike shop. You are rocking with the worst. I am your host, Falio Iglesias, MC Onion the Rap Scallion, Punani DeFranco, the Subwoofer Jug Pusher, the Boulevard Thunder God, the Archduke, the Peshmo, the Van Luft Balloons. And with us, as usual, is Shelly Silverstein, a.k.a. Woko Ono, Paloma Abdul, Silvery Plath. <laughs> and the man we cannot do without Adam Strange, aka Adam Who Strange, aka Infidel Castro, the Vice Count Dirty Finger. Okay. Yeah. From the windows to the walls, this is the worst case on your balls. Till they oh. censor Roll Doll. You ever seen Roll Doll getting censored all week, man? No. They cancel in they cancel in the chocolate factory? Wait, you mean Roald Dahl? Roald like, Dahl. Is it because of the giant peach? He does oh, have giant does, peaches. That does it sound was... dirty. He does have giant peaches. Something I want to say is, I don't know if people are going crazy about them changing. This happens every few years when like a private company is like, we aren't making enough money. How can we make more money? So a purely capitalistic reason, they change some words so they can sell more books. They're not in any way social engineering. They just want more money. And then mm -hmm. the Republicans all freak out and lose their minds about it because they're, we're, we're stealing history. But the thing is, I, and there, I saw an article today saying Roald Dahl once threatened a publisher with an enormous crocodile if he ever changed a word of his writings. But then I also saw that Oompa Loompas weren't originally orange. Did he threaten them, or was he like, I'll see you in a while? He was talking to a painter, Francis... Oh, uh, it's a crocodile. Croc crocodile uh, humor is not lost he on was, me. He was talking to <laughs> Francis Bacon when the artist Francis Bacon found out that Roald Dahl was one of the early buyers of his art. They were talking about censorship, and he, he told him he would sick the enormous crocodile from his book on a publisher if he ever changed a <laughs> word. But then 10 years later, they were like, hey, you heard of the Civil Rights Movement? Well, your incredibly racist book isn't selling very well anymore because these Oompa Loompas, you know, these short black pygmies that Willy Wonka took from Africa. You know, he, he went to Africa and he put them in crates and stole them back to his factory so he could fire the white workers and have free labor. Yeah, that's not going to sell. And they were like, oh, maybe we should change it. OK, let's change it. OK, and they fucking did. Roald Dahl was told that he couldn't have black Oompa Loompas in, in the world and in it work. He was Oompa like, Loompas? They, they, were, they were not orange. And their songs probably had a lot more rhythm to them before. Ooh. And were actually probably I'm just a lot more soulful. They were written by white people still, so it wasn't actually like yeah, okay. Nah, the they were just more problematic. I'm just being racist myself by saying that. Right, but but here's the thing. But I could recognize my own racism. No, and in this <coughs> this fits into like twenty conversations we've had on this show, which is just the idea that like, you know, the Tucker Carlson's of the world and and just the hard right super believes in 
the invisible hand of the market until it comes to the quote-unquote woke shit. And it's like, well, no, if the Overton window is shifting to the left and uh, just people don't want to fucking no. put up with... You don't think so? Well, look, we're going to censor Mark Twain. Like, okay, like, Tucker Carlson knows he can't say the N-word on his show, and so therefore... But that's the only I, reason he doesn't say it, because he can't fucking... And have commercial sponsors for his show when he does that. Well, therefore, eight-year-olds shouldn't be reading it out loud in their classroom. You know, like, so therefore, Huckleberry Finn needs to be abridged to be read to children right now because I don't want my daughter hearing the N-word I, over and over and okay. over again, you know? No, 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 no. But I'm just it, saying, that's why... It, no, the book shouldn't be abridged, like, if you don't want children understanding what American culture was up until a certain point then just teach it later or don't teach it. Like, it's this goes way into the DeSantis and the book no, burning shit. I grew up on Huck Finn and Tom yeah, Sawyer. And you and I had it. I had the whitewashed version. When I first heard Huck Finn as a child, there was Jim no was in it? Jim, you know? He might have been slave Jim. Like, he was not N-word Jim on every page when I was seven or eight and first But he is it. in the book. Right now, if you get Sherlock Holmes for kids... The stories aren't 50 pages long because kids don't care about it that long. They're four pages long. That's like abridging stories is when t stories are retold, they change often. That's like No, but to happens. abridge means to shorten. That is yeah. way different than editing the actual context of a story. Yeah, and, but... And if you don't want... Like, this is the thing. The, the real kind of dichotomy, which is a word I hate, uh, of that is that... They teach that Mark Twain's books are American classics and a part of the history until the culture catches up with like, that's eh, really not cool that this, uh, this character's name is specifically N-Word Jim. And so it's, it's either an American classic or it's not. But if you're editing out specific words in the book you're not abridging abridging means yeah, shortening it's both you know but you're not shortening it word by word by being like oh this An word was acceptable to everyone not just in the time that the book was written but all the way up until like the 90s and until like now they're I don't only think, they're i don't only think removing... jim was cool with it when it was written right absolutely but when you take away the context of how racist the country was, not just when the book was written, but up until nobody had a fucking problem with it. They were but teaching. You're talking about people that still put their hand over their heart for the Star Spangled Banner and don't know the rest of the verses. Yeah. Well, and it's this, it's the same as we talked about with like why they get to say that Colin Kaepernick was taking a knee because he hates the soldiers, not because you don't know the rest of the lyrics to the Star Spangled Banner, which is about murdering enslaved people because they didn't fight on the side of the people that enslaved them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, either don't teach that these books are American classics and, I guess, remove them from the context of the teaching, but you can't keep them and be like, oh, these are American classics, but we're going to take out the racism that was innate not only to the country at the time, but to the narrative of the book. But that's the thing is you don't have to like, okay, like 
say if you take Huckleberry Finn and you mm -hmm. put out a version that doesn't use the N-word, mm -hmm. okay, you don't have on the cover like, hey, by the way, never mention that other version again. It doesn't exist anymore. You say, this version took out that word right there. You know, like they, they you, you still keep the history there. You say this, this changed. Which is very different from like something like the Star Spangled Banner where yeah. everyone has a conversation around whether this is or isn't about what he's stating but it doesn't get tied back to the actual lyrics of the song like the Which fact that he made this right but it yeah. doesn't right like i've now had multiple conversations with people they have like no clue whereas in the situation that you're referring to they are literally explicitly saying this is the language that is offensive and this is the reason that we're removing that language and i don't the think rest that's of true it is in context well, because like, because the whole you don't think what is true that people are being like, hey, we should take the N-word out of Huckleberry Finn because it's hurting black people's feelings. That's not what they're doing. Well, think of this. Then why on YouTube, when I listen to hip-hop music, they take the N-word out of the song? I mean, you don't think it's the that's, same as and that? And that is, that is explicitly referred to as the edited the radio edit version yeah there right, is so don't you think that's the same thing with the book well even if no, the book's being translated for japan okay. i have you no know, clue if, I mean, if any book was being translated for I don't read russia or japan okay the translator would say hey you know in that culture they don't they have a problem with this we should probably not call it that since we're translating we have a choice of what we can say because words don't just straight translate you know right there's a nuance to it so like that's the same thing with it's like is it still an american classic when it's when Germans are reading it in German, because that's not his words. Those were not the words Mark Twain chose in that order. And if we're going to say it's no longer his work, if we change one or two words, then the translation is definitely not it. But this, you could say the edited version is a translation for non-racist people. Right, but, but, Tell it to King James, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They but took out all on, the N words. Hold on, but direct, con but direct, direct, um, no, linguistic, uh, direct linguistic uh, translation is very different than removing the context. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know what, you know, the Japanese version of the N word would be, or that you can even, and I, and I, I, I also have wondered about this. I'm not saying a definitive declarative about this, but I have wondered a lot about not just as it, applies to Mark Twain or the N-word or any of that, but like when you translate any book, story, whatever into a different language, it's going into a different culture. Yeah. So like Germany, yeah, they have like say the Holocaust and different uh, things. That mein Kampf doesn't sound the same when you read it in, in English. English. <laughs> There's a Netflix TV show about a German rap group in the 80s. That's like, it's pretty great. It's like this German, these kids getting together that loved hip hop and nobody else understood them, but they didn't know English when they're doing this. They're like learning English from the rap. So they all start calling themselves the N word each day. And then they have a black guy meet them and be like, oh, wait, 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 what do you know what that means? And they're like, no, it's in the rap no, songs. It's what it everybody calls each other. Cool. It's, it's what rappers call themselves. It sounds like a really cool thing and we want to be cool. And right. And, and it's and, a, when you think about, say, if we're talking about, just to use the example that we've been working with, is like, if you're reading Mark Twain and you're Japanese and you have no context to what that means in American culture, now I'm sure 
they have some idea you know what i mean but nothing that is a lived experience to be like oh that's why this means what it means like well they were enslaved enslaved to the chinese for a bit i'm sure they have a word no for that. vice versa it's not the they, same. they were oh, they right. were the right. enslavers they enslaved the of the chinese and, it's not and the, the same. koreans no, and it, no, it is no, not no. the same not at all i'm just and, saying they probably have a word right but like robot means slave to no every country like slavery in a certain way is almost universal but also in each different culture is contextually different um but that's what I mean of like it's not just a direct translation of a word it's it, it is so contextually the different the concept the, the weight of the concept and not just where it relates to slavery but where it relates to everything like if if like say the three of us were reading a book that was written in Japan and it had context to like what they did to Korea or to you know what is it the rape of nan king and all that shit like we could on a conceptual basis understand like oh these are fucked up things but we would have no lived experience that either anyone if they were chinese korean or japanese reading that would understand the weight of the concept you know what i mean much less that it's become a part of a culture that led to like utilizing the word in a sense of taking it back and using it in an empowered way in order to refer to one another in our own culture that we're taking back that is now like imbuing our greater culture of a melting pot that isn't two distinct cultures anymore, right? Yeah, That's yeah. what we are. And so when they use that word, um, right, like Meaning in their own sense, like we don't have a way for another country to say like, we understand what that means and maybe they have a different version of it but definitely it's unique i mean that's what makes us as unique as we are as united Absolutely. states you know so that this kind of idea that it was taking this word back using it as a sense of empowerment and also saying like that's ours and you may not unless you mean it in this way and when we say it to one another it means this other thing that is ours now right and we've taken that back i don't think that those other countries that have been through this experience have have done it in the way that the united states has unfortunately done it and there's no way to translate that concept no nuance is so delicate that like yeah like when you're like and you are talking about the use of the n-word in america in this context but even like uh i've like i've read just like a lot of shit about like whether from memes or actual people writing seriously on the subject when you kind of bug out about how nuanced american english is where like if if you say like yo that's shit right it means it's trash, but when you're like, "Yo, that's the shit," it means it's your favorite thing. That, and that does is, happen in right, other right. You know, it does, so. right? It does. But whereas with the N word in America and like how Black Americans use that, it is so fucking nuanced that it takes that to the nth degree. That if you are trying to translate that, yeah, how the you fuck can't. would you? You right. can't. Yeah. You that's can't. where it's. Outside you can't, of something that's language based. Nuance it's, is hard enough to translate, but the layers and legacy and the weight of that nuance 
with in particular that word and culture that you couldn't it's because even the translator themselves it's like well where are you at in the culture is this like a a actual black american trying to translate say their eyes were watching god or like a yeah. donald goins novel and then translating that into japanese you would have to have the actual understanding of all the nuance of the black american experience and then understand the ears of say a japanese person yeah and then try to actually explain that to them which is why i always say like when you have an interpreter i don't know if anyone has ever had the experience but when you have to like do deep work with another human being and have an interpreter mm -hmm. versus just like a very surface interaction fine right you can use your phone right we have an app it interprets what i'm saying it translates what i'm saying but when you get into like actually having to work with someone of another culture and you have an interpreter there, you cannot build rapport. It is like a huge struggle to try to build rapport with another person with an interpreter there because everything is going through that game yeah. of telephone like times a thousand. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like, hey, how are you doing? How whatever? It's like, all right, let's get down to what we're doing here. Mm -hmm. There's no relationship building that happens during that yeah. process, really. It's very awkward. You know what I mean? It's Absolutely. like, tell them that we said that, you know. Say this thing. Try to make a joke through an interpreter. Yeah. It's rough. Rough. But then also you, as someone who has spoke in the experience that you're talking about, right? So um, you don't even know if when you said what you said to the interpreter. Right. What they said. Yeah, back. What yeah. they said. And not only you can only judge that from, say, the body language and facial expressions of that person's response and then they can then translate back to you through the third party that's fucking crazy it's lost but just while we have one in second, translation i like just want to say movie, did you got did we did i talk about her the sign language translator uh, I do at not think the so. halftime show for rihanna for rihanna for riri oh she's phenomenal she did the entire thing. She did the in a one way like that... dancing with the dress on. Oh, and I think I, I might have seen a oh. photo of her afterwards. I didn't she watch the Super Bowl. Dancing. Sports, she was like she was dressed to the hilt. She's from Philly. She was doing the entire thing and like she was doing the American Sign Language or International Sign Language. I don't know which one for the songs, but danced more than Rihanna danced and did it in this like incredible way that made the entire like concept of sign language into this art that was so beautiful and when i followed up and checked out who she was she was already a well-known person in that like arena but yeah. whoever can give that that it's... but to see it in that way and like her expressing oh i don't know any rihanna songs i only know the umbrella one you that, don't the, ella 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 i remember that when it Did came out Did you not see wakanda forever yeah does she have a song in it yeah she wrote those I mean, it's. I, I remember that that I like found it significant. there was like the slow no woman no cry during the funeral, right? I remember that. I, I don't remember. Lift me up, uh, roll I, me down. Um, I, she also has diamonds. She has um, <laughs> love on the brain. Remember all her Chris <laughs> Brown bullshit that she went through. This is funny. Um, I didn't. I was watching. This is a funny all thing. Of her is Jay -Z the shit. night that her and Chris Brown had a problem. 
Okay. Had I, a problem. I just happened to be watching that <laughs> award this, show. This I indeed will sum up that they had a problem. No, he beat the, beat shit, the shit out, out of her. her. Yeah, I know. I know. And then people kept buying his records, and it wasn't dudes. Okay, so he um, I didn't watch the um, I don't watch award shows, and all the I just happened to have no channels, and that just happened to be on. And they were like, in the beginning, they were announcing who all was going to be there, and they were like, Chris Brown and Rihanna, who together have more singles on the out selling than the Beatles, and I was like. Who the fuck is Chris Brown? Like, I've heard of Rihanna from the Ella song. I had, at that point, I had never heard of him until he oh, beat her up. So he once when he beat her up, it was the first time I had heard of him. And he had as many singles as the fucking Beatles before I heard of him. The Beatles took old. like 15 years to get that many fucking singles. In two years, this guy put out that many hits that I'd never heard of. And then... Hits. Was that ironic? Yeah. Now, he's recently... I saw an article. He was like complaining that people still are still mad at him for that. And I was like, fuck you, go and die, you piece of shit. Fuck you for easy, even existing still. Easy. You have so much. No, fuck him. He can go die. Not easy. I don't give a fuck about Chris Brown. <laughs> you know just what, a little emphatic. You know what, like, the, what has he done that significantly you know he, to stand out and be like, every, hey, every this dollar, thing happened. Every, I did this thing. And these are the steps that I took in order to be. Every no, penny he, he makes no, should have gone. It is stupid. Every penny it's he like, makes should have gone to a, another black artist. We can't live in a him, cancel culture and be like, him. oh, we still support this. Nothing person. he does is. I mean, it doesn't not, make any sense. And nothing but he we does do is original. I mean, Anything he does, it fucking D'Angelo could have done better. Any any single thing he does, somebody else could do better. I don't think D'Angelo could have done that backflip. I mean, until he would Just stand up and saying. demonstrate. D'Angelo could do a backflip if he had to. What you have you seen those muscles? Do, which is hard, those right? To gutters? come back from this. But until he does that thing. It's absurd. It's embarrassing that all of us and live in a world where we're like, cancel culture. If you say this thing that offends people, you're fucking done forever. But someone can literally beat the shit out of someone. Well, that's the thing is there's no this such thing as cancel woman. culture is only something that people complain about. Absolutely. It's not an actual thing that happens. No, it's an actual thing that happens. happens. Okay, well, Louis C.K. is playing the fucking Madison Square Garden right now. Dave Chappelle can't stop getting awards. Who, who has been J.K. Rowling? Her new podcast came out this oh, week, and she go. made a billion dollars off her video games. No one, okay, Bill O'Reilly is still out there making money. He doesn't have his show anymore. He's the only person I can who has been canceled. That that state, Roseanne. Yeah, Roseanne. Yeah, Roseanne's, Roseanne's cooked. I don't. I mean, but she's still out there doing like right wing tour. No, like, no, no, no right Weinstein wing. just got another fucking. Oh, I don't know how many years. How many more years did he just get? For the rest, the rest of them. He's oh, imprisoned until he's like the rest he's dead. The rest he's is fucking dead. 107 or something. His, his now goose he's is cooked. The best, the best part from this new stuff, from no, this last people, one, when she went to his, he came, he comes to her room, the night that he's you talking about the Weinstein. Weinstein Which person? Okay. The, the new one, that the just, LA one, the one that just the reason that he got these extra years. There was multiple there three, witnesses, and they didn't believe two, and then there was one anonymous one, and it's because of her. Well, then the she came out. Wife and one, and then she, fucking... and then she, he, Gavin Newsom's wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was one of them. Yeah, wait. But they didn't, one but of the they people didn't, that he Weinstein didn't catch, is on charges for is no, Newsom's no, no, wife. No, no. One no, of the people he testified. didn't get charges for. There were three women, but she testified. They, they Gavin Newsom's wife testified hardcore. They didn't believe two of them, but they it's believed a, one. Okay, hold on. Hold on. She's Just French. For my sake. And possibly the listener. We're saying that, so before, she, so whoever is Gavin Newsom's wife before now, she married him, Harvey Weinstein. She was an actress in L.A. Is yes. that the deal? Yes. And he went at and he did the Weinstein thing yes. to her. 
Yes. yes, we've discussed it here on this show. We have. Okay, and I don't pay but, attention. But then to the this reason show that they didn't go with her, the reason that her charge didn't stick, I guess, was because she kept calling him afterwards and texting him nice oh, things. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And it was because, like, you know, she did her part. Where's her fucking Oscar now? You know, like, right? So, right. She so finished mean, the job saying I had to do this thing because even though, and that's where it becomes very nuanced, like. As a woman over many decades prior to currently and obviously far beyond that, I'm just talking about my own life time. The thing is, is that it becomes really nuanced where you can say, like, I felt so far pressured into a situation or I was very confused by and someone was using their power, authority, ability, whatever it is over me. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up in a circumstance that like. I may have repeatedly asked to exit, but unless I prove that I worked hard enough to end it, I get put in this position, right? No, and so I'm... I get put as like, oh, well, you didn't really, because that's what the patriarchy will say in response to you. And the, mm. and the actuality is, no, like at no point should we not be two human beings yeah. like checking in with one another. So she did do the things that... As, as a predator, he knows to cover his tracks like that Absolutely. he knows that if they don't go along with everything he says they don't they know they the lose thing. they lose their dream right. their entire right. life um, has worked towards this point and yeah. he will end it with two phone calls so yeah. he will actually i'm sure text them and be like how was last night i right. need these and words back so i could use this in court later and each so I yes. can use that in court later Absolutely. <laughs> right. each holler each and holler back an where you're not told him actually pressing charges is him being like, see, what, what? He's like, turns into fucking Fat Tony all of a sudden of like, oh, well, why would she have even answered my text? But this new it's one. It's the same with the, what's I his name? jump out the bushes. But, but the new one that, that just got charges for, she came out, like, she did it anonymously. But then after the charges, she was like, fuck that. Here's my name. Here's exactly what happened and gave her story to the news or whatever. And part of it was she was in her hotel room after she met him. He didn't know where this room was. He found that out on his own. And she's after a party. She had met him for a second. That was it. She's in her room getting, taking her makeup off and bam, 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 bam. It's Harvey. Let me in. I'm not going to fuck you. Wait, that's is how that a he, quote? That's, yeah, is that's that how quote? he started. It wasn't, hey, I'm Harvey. I want to talk about your career. It was, I'm not going to fuck you. Like, the, the fact wow. that he even said that means that in his brain, Everybody it knew. was up to Everybody him. Everybody knew. It had nothing to do with what she was going to do or say. He was like, well, sometimes I'll just walk in and fuck you. That All could right. happen, but it's not going to happen this time. The fucking, the fact that he would even say that. I'm not going to fuck you. It's like, well, of course you're not, you big, fat, disgusting fish dick turd. Like, look at you. You know, but he's like, no, 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 no. Trust me. I can give him Oscars. With these Oscars, I can get some pussy. But he'll be in jail for the rest of his life. The rest. And I really liked that when he got sentenced, one of the short clips I saw on the news was uh, his attorneys asking, like, well, can this run concurrent, Your Honor? And the judge was like, nah, we're going consecutive, bro. Like, you've already got... Because what he had was already for a man his age and at his health was almost certainly a life sentence. But listening for, and you know, for listeners that don't know, if it runs concurrent, it means that those years are being counted at the same time. Consecutive means no, 19 plus the 20 something that he already got sentenced to. So like hearing the attorney be like, but can we at least get these run concurrent? 
And then the judge was like, yeah, that's a hard fucking no. See, it's weird to take cancel culture and Me Too. Like, it's hard to separate them because they ha- kind of came together at the same time. You know, it's like Geist-wise or whatever. But like Bill Cosby. Geist-wise? Was, but, was but Bill Cosby canceled? Kanye? Like, Kanye, I would say, is a cancel. You mean like, Yadolf Hitler? As cancellations work, that's one Wish of the few things where it was like, done. Like, not even news stories anymore. But I saw this really intense thing yesterday that was saying, like, oh, now Adidas and Nike are begging for him back. They've lost billions. And then they included... No, they they lost billions. They're not begging for him back. But they included Balenciaga. And that's where I was like, you guys are going to really just wrap Balenciaga up in the Adidas and Nike thing and act like they lost black dollars, which was Mm -hmm. what the story that I was reading was saying. Like, once, you know... This huge population of people decided to stop giving you money. Now you're begging for him back. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. I'm just reading people's opinions. But they're, they're not I begging like, for him back. Please don't include Balenciaga. Like, it's such a hugely distinct thing that happened that I feel like has been erased. Like, nobody wants to acknowledge it. And now we're just going to put them into the same thing as Adidas and Nike. Well, the Fuck only no. time they. Adidas and Nike, for all their myriad faults way before that are unrelated, which we can talk about. It's not, ties it, it's, and not, it's not. I mean, pedo but Nike's shit. not. Right. Nike's it's not, not, it's not current. But Nike's I mean, not it, anything to do horrifying with Kanye. Like Nike same. and Kanye aren't a thing. They don't have a. It wasn't not, this thing. That's why I was confused by that. I was. I was yeah. like, why are they including that? But I don't give a shit. Like to me, it's all sort of the same. Until you're like, and Balenciaga, and I'm like, if that's why you guys are boycotting Balenciaga, like we got bigger conversations. But Kanye, Kanye, the only, if you looked up right now, you go to Google and search Kanye in the news, the only stories you will find are that he has recently been shopping at Balenciaga. He alone loves Balenciaga and shops there right now. He's been going there this month. And that's what's with his new wife. But, but he's the 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 Kimposter. She is a imposter. But just to like jump back for one second to the uh, mm-hmm. Harvey but, Weinstein But Adidas thing. definitely doesn't want Kanye back. They are very stoked that it's over. And they were advertising that they did lose billions on the thing. But that's only because they're looking for corporate sympathy. They're not going back but to Kanye. They're, they're honestly, excited they had a reason to get out. But, yo, in the modern culture, that's a, that's a really good rebranding. Is like Adidas being like, yo, we lost billions. To not be Nazis. To not be Nazis, which is so also like, even weird. Even though our founders are Nazis, the, the our literal actual founders of Adidas are Nazis, and the only reason that Puma exists, Puma too. as we've gone through on this show, it's just it's a even if they did legitimately lose more than a billion dollars, if you're gonna rebrand by being like, nope, nope, definitely not, uh, not fucking with Kanye. Still, we we sacrificed a billion plus for that. No, they did just get caught trying to. Um, Kanye's deals didn't cover China with Adidas because hmm. they just weren't selling them there. So they're um they're trying to push the Yeezys or whatever the hell those shoes are called. Like you're gonna see a bunch of Chinese people wearing discount Yeezys. The Chineseies. Because they Adidas still mm-hmm. had warehouses and they're like, hey, you guys want these shoes? And Chinese were like, ew. Fuck no. I'll, I'll be They're barefoot, so dude. gross. Uh, but wait, what we used... still wear them, though. Yeah, I know, I mean, but I... they didn't burn them like they burned Nikes over Kaepernick. Facts. That is really true. But and, that's the, uh, the crowd. Though, I just the... uh, no. I was I was watching a show the other day where they showed the Yeezys that, you know, that we have made merciless ridicule of. Um, and I just even without the anti-Semitism or any like fuck shit, it's just such 
a disgustingly ugly shoe that I, I don't understand how you market that. It's insanely popular, though. I will tell you, among the college crowd. Really? I am among. As you, as you teach the youth? They are trying it? to, like, I, I do see it phasing out, but I'll say, like, months ago prior to this. Yeah. They were the thing to be wearing. Really? I think that it honestly has given way to the new like over the top Crocs phenomenon that like it really is everybody's wearing Crocs now. It's almost like the pendulum swung from like we're on to this. So now it's too late. We've agreed that we're into this absurd plastic shoe with holes in it. Whatever the fuck the easy thing is to like, oh, it, that's not cool. Then like, no, we just genuinely liked that kind of shoe. Crocs, mm. that was the thing. And now everyone's wearing Crocs yep. in sports mode. Just want to say. In, in, you put in the, sports mode. If you put the flap in the back, it's called sports mode. I, I don't have any idea. I didn't either. I thought it was a joke. But now I've had so many athletes that I know are like, put it in sports mode. And I'm like, you mean flipping the Croc flap to the back is literally called sports mode? It's what it, they call it. That's what they And then call they get it. the little thingies to put in there. And I'm like, I think this is their way to sort of act like... We didn't go from this style of bizarre shoe to nothing. Mm -hmm. We're just pretending that, like, this is just as good. It's just not his yeah. shoe. But Crocs existed way before. And yeah. also, we do not promote Crocs on Worst Case. No. We do not. No. In we fact, do not. In we no way are we implying that we will wear Crocs. We refer to you in sports mode or otherwise as fuck-o-nots. And you can suck it. No, I and, could, uh, if, if, you, if you work on a boat... You know, I could see how it'd be <coughs> they'd be good boat shoes. They they look like, like maybe if you're gardening. And they were invented as boat shoes. The, the guys that made them sure. were like I thought they were invented as kitchen shoes. Nope. No, no, but um cooks. It's just get your feet wet and air them no, out. It was shoes. three guys. It's like Tevas. Three guys Ew, who all had also disgusting. These guys had successful businesses and they were Ugh. all like off on a vacation, these three dudes together in Canada on a boat, and one guy was like, Hey man, I just found this company making these boat shoes. Check these out. They're like eight bucks and the guys they could probably sell those for like forty. You know, I have an idea. And now, then they went, and eventually this, they bought the company that made that plastic, so they would be the only ones that could make those shoes. And then now they're fucking mega millionaires. Well, what's mega, the mega. story behind UGG boots? Because I have a bone to pick with those people. There was this little furry dog, and this woman ran up behind it and was Disgusting. going to kick it. And, <laughs> and her foot went. Disgusting. But wait, you were going to bring it back to uh, Army Hammer Weinstein? Oh, okay. go. On your market set, silvery. I love his name. It's just it's so Army Hammer. I know it's and, bizarre. And like, I was like Army. What it can't what? be. It what can't be that? legitimately that. Well, you know, his grandfather was Armand Hammer. Is that true? Yes. Yes, Armand Hammer. Right. Is that? But is he named after the he baking soda? He was famous before the baking soda. Was it? Was a brand. He's a mega rich, mega incredibly rich. That the Hammer family was something huge, and Armand Hammer was one of the oh. first like international billionaires people knew about. Went so the, it is related to it. Oh, not only it were was they huge. Named after, it, I'd say they they based their name on him existing. There but, was no Arm and Hammer before Armand Hammer. But their family comes from a long line of people who have been engaged in such significantly. I Dark have, yeah, I haven't fear. watched the documentary. I think it's on Hulu or something. It's on one of the channels. I honestly haven't watched it, but I will. But I've read a lot of accounts now from family members, and I've read some stuff. And it's not so much that I have to get into the sensationalism of, like, exactly what he did. Similar to well, the Weinstein thing, my point is that, like, what we're now getting into is 
is no longer the world of 20 years ago, right? When I was a young woman in the world, if you were going to make an allegation of a sexual assault, you needed to do so much proving that you didn't wear this. You didn't say this. You didn't do this, right? Mm -hmm. To invite all of these things upon you. It was Mm -hmm. such a victim-blaming culture, and it still is. And it's translating itself into, like, how do we get into nuanced conversations around where someone understands, like, a realm of sexual kinks, um, sexual proclivities, and if you're interfacing with people that don't have that, but you do have some level of power and control over them, like, where does it cross a line if we don't have someone physically fighting back who feels very um like enamored confused overwhelmed they're vulnerable and you're using that and then pulling them into something that feels increasingly uncomfortable the idea i'll just put it out there i'm gonna barbecue your ribs the idea of cannibalism as a kink now there is i'm guessing a very safe part of it where they just talk about it and they imagine it and say it but they'll never actually translate to eating human beings. But if somebody have... brought it up to me in a joking way, I would immediately get freaked out and think that they wanted to eat me. You know, like well, no, I can't there's... imagine it. Like I, he's not I'm not going to be in the joking realm of, oh, I want to eat your foot. There, no, there is that aspect, and my understanding of it is called vor. That kink is called vor, where like either you want to eat a person or you want to feed them sure. and make them get bigger and all that. But it's in the realm of fantasy. There also is literal That's what I'm cannibalism of people that, that want to kill and eat motherfuckers. Right. So. And so what? What's well, like, like a rape fantasy? I'm sure women have women can have rape well, fantasies. That's a huge that's army fine. situation. I am now. not going to date you or have sex with you. You He's know, like that's not a thing I'm doing now. with you. A situation mm-hmm. where there was either a very planned with detailed rape fantasy enacted mm-hmm. or he raped a woman yeah. and she has come out and said that he raped her and he is saying no we had a very planned clear kink scene where she was inviting this in and so experts on bdsm culture and kink culture are coming out to talk about like where do we draw these lines right because if you're trying to enact these things are you talking to another consenting adult person who is clear on what they want to do sexually with you and you have gotten to that level of conversation where this is going to go to this place or are you intentionally manipulating people and pulling them into something that they don't actually consent to being a part of but they don't even understand exactly what's going on or how they feel about it it's very overwhelming they're having feelings for you right and yeah. then you're saying things that sound sort of that sounds maybe passionate right like oh i want to eat you alive right the first time you hear yeah. it, you're like fuck yeah baby that sounds amazing right yeah. and then it's like i'm gonna like ask you to take out no, two no, no, of no, your no, ribs no. and i'm gonna barbecue them and i'm gonna and then when slowly you said you were gonna eat my ass this, this is not what i thought you meant I, right like i thought you meant in a cookie monster kind of way <laughs> But also, yeah, like... And then how do you approach someone who hasn't literally broken a law or done something that we can say on the books is offensive, and yet it's not okay to do this to vulnerable other human beings and put them in a situation where they now feel afraid. So And psychologically, you have dominated them in this way without their consent. It's not part of a scene. It's not you're the dom sub and this is this 
relationship, right. which he is now claiming that that's oh, what it was. No, I was just creating this whole thing, and he's learned a lot of the Dom sub vocabulary, BDSM vocabulary, and he's. Do you think after the fact? After the fact, like, and now he's speaking to it, saying, "I just thought that we were," and he, I mean, it's as if it's scripted by someone that's not him. Yeah. And he and he says all of like these things. Lawyers like his lawyers went in. I just believed that it was this, thi- and we were doing this, and we were enacting this, and all of the stuff. And you read it, and you're like. Maybe, but like, how would you never have tapped into the spirit of the human that you were? That's an objectification. You never tapped into her spirit to find out, like, hey, where are we? Are we connected on this? Are am I getting your consent on this? Yeah, do we feel like we're both in this together? It wasn't happening, so he can say all the flowery language now that makes her look like she was a part. Like and a, I'm not right. saying the woman that claims to be a rape victim, I actually don't honestly agree that well, she was in fact a rape victim from what I have read so I don't want to say that I'm a proponent of what she's saying but I do think that he has like a huge number of human beings that have felt very um, bizarrely like overwhelmed by something that they got I was going to say him. every single ex that he has is either jumped out right away and was like yeah fuck him he's fucking abusive I fucking hate him or jumped with the film crew to start working on the documentary about what a fucking monster him and his entire family is. His whole and, family. Or, or I'm well, saying, like, well, wait, he, is, is there's no witnesses on his that? side is what so I'm saying right now. No, there are. Most of the witnesses, every woman he's dated is out there being like, fuck him. I will never be in a room with that man again. I'm afraid of him. His ex-wife has a restraining okay. order on and him. But also, his ex-wife also has texts people. from the one person that said that he did rape them that where she's like, he didn't I kept pursuing him he kept telling me no I did keep doing this she's on film I mean there's a lot of like complicated nuances around like the actual physicality of rape and I think that that's what makes it so interesting is that there's all these women that now can come forward with the power of numbers right to be like you too because how humiliating like you don't know how to come forward and be like he didn't do anything illegal he just made me feel afraid and really fucking uncomfortable and I liked him and I slept with him and then he got me to do things I didn't really want to do and then it crossed a line and then I didn't know how to get out of it. And now what is that? Like, how do we as a people deal with that, right? We don't have lines to draw around where did it not cross a boundary of he didn't physically rape me. He just talked me into some stuff that like I actually didn't really want to do and I didn't like. And that's where we are now in 2023, right? This is confusing now. Like, All of but it. now that they get to hear other women felt that way too, like it is validating, right? Like that made you feel bad. Like it doesn't make me feel like there's something about me that's weird that you didn't want to hear someone ask you to remove your ribs and barbecue them so he could eat your ribs. No, it's a weird thing where I Wait, think. Wait, but is, is that a part of any. Yeah, of the it's charges? a big thing. It's 100. Well, no, no, he, I, I, right, well besides no, no, any I, I know charges. That, on, there's no charges. Hold on, there's I, not charges. I know that he was into the whole cannibalism vor type of kink but you know like i said there's a kink scene it's in the vor but i also know that he's like accused of you know rape and i was just what i have not read into is just that like some of it does involve him trying to cannibalize much more of the prolific thing is not that he literally tried to well, no, Can't. he did carve his A next to one woman's vagina. He carved an Into A in her, her skin. Thigh, like with a knife? Yes. But Ugh. that is the only, like, 
actual physical evidence of something happening. Otherwise, it was just conversation. And that's where the confusion comes up around, like, where do we draw a line as a society around when someone is psychologically pushing you into a place that doesn't feel right, mm -hmm. but you don't have the support or validation or education to understand, like, maybe who you are, what feels good. You're not so, like, what's, what's his right. name? Gnarls Barkley. What's his fucking... The... CeeLo. CeeLo, yeah. 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 So CeeLo, right? Mm -hmm. There was a lot of allegations around shit, but what was well, it around? He a put lot of ecstasy in somebody's ecstasy. drink, and he is done with having record deals. That led to he pled no things contest. that right. Yeah. He pled no contest. It involved a certain level of like drug use that led people to maybe do things that it could be construed as consensual non or non-consensual, right? right? Like yeah. it gets really blurry for yeah. people. And so when someone walks into a courtroom, it's really hard to be like, well, I might have in this moment been okay with something, but I wasn't in my right. Well, what's your right mind? And now we're like going down these rabbit holes of proving what someone's right mind is instead of talking about these really complicated conversations around mm -hmm. like where does things that one person's into like overtake someone yeah like someone someone's psychology instead of like these really yeah. black and white lines of like did you say no and they did this what were you wearing what were you saying did you you know like mm -hmm. that was 20 years ago yeah you know witness and like whatever the fuck that was wasn't it the movie yeah like han solo witness yeah no I'm, but i'm a boy in a murder we ain't no but we did actually cover um the CeeLo non-consent. Well, right. I mean, just no I'm just saying, thing. like, it gets complicated. And the Army Hammer thing, to me, just, like, kind of goes into this thing where we have to sort of, not in a court of law, but just as human beings say, like, where are we kind of finding a line here? Like, we don't want to be in a puritanical society of right and wrong, black and white. This is okay. This isn't okay. Mm -hmm. And we want to find some level of protection for people where they're like, well, I had feelings and I was falling into this thing and I was confused and I thought it was something intimate between us. And in fact, I was being used mm -hmm. for the betterment of someone else. I was being well, objectified manip manipulated in some kind of when way. I thought it was this. And then they took me into a place that was scary and I thought that they might kill me. And then I'm afraid for my life. And I don't know. Are you and really going to kill me or not kill me? I mean, or eat this me. is what women are really actually dealing with. This is a real conversation right so we don't have to talk about what judges would say about it but like it's so fucking real like women are constantly like i don't know he said this it made me feel this way or you know it's scary out there like you guys are what the number three killer of us or whatever i think we are the third you're up there uh, you're in the top five third, killer of us we're in the top five you guys are kind of scary of death, so. uh, for women and i i agree um well, Bummer, but yeah, Army that, Hammer's thing though is kind of like, statistic. like Army Hammer. Hmm. First thing that happened was a woman puts a tweet out and she's like, "Look, here are some messages from Mr. Hammer about eating me." You know, another woman gets on there and not like, a fun way. That happened to me too. And then a newspaper saw that, picked it up, ran with it, interviewed the first woman, got the wife, an ex-wife to ch chime in too. And then um, Hammer comes out and like, they're all lying. And then loses every job, like every movie role. And another part of this, from, yeah, my, from what I read in the stories, he lost all the jobs. What, from what I read in the stories, is like 
here's the thing. It's not the action that gets you canceled. It's everything. Like Johnny Depp. People like Johnny Depp. When they hang out with him, they say, I had a good time. People hang out with Army Hammer. They're like, that guy's a fucking dick. I hate that fucker. I never want to be with him or anywhere near him or on a movie with him again. So the second they were like, Army Hammer did this. Okay, fire him. You know, they didn't, they weren't like, let's, let's hear both sides. They were like, get that, fuck that guy. Get the fuck out of here. I hate him. And he, I'm guessing his whole life has had more power than, you know, like Elon Musk level power. Like he grew up on a Caribbean Island where his parents, you know, his grandparents Like what if Johnny Depp had had like a hundred Amber Heard's come out and be like, me too, me too, me too. But he didn't. I think if there had been. There was something very distinct about it. No, if there had been two. That everybody else was like. If there had been no, three, that's not the Johnny if that we Kate know. Moss would have come forward and said, he's always <laughs> been like that, it would have changed everything. Kate Moss and actually she came actually out and said testified. The opposite. That, no, that's it what I'm was saying. phenomenal. No, I'm just saying, that's what I mean. Like, it's it's not just the crime cancels the person. You know, like, there has there's also right. that person's personality and history mixed in it. But, like, Army Hammer just, nobody nobody ever watched a movie and was like, I like that guy. That guy's awesome. He was Army the best Hammer, part of this like, movie. his family is like the Murnaws. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Who are we going I mean, or are the Gettys. The whole that. The Gettys. Well, I Wait, love Balthazar, though. The Gettys? Balthazar Gettys family is on some fuck shit? The Gettys, the oil company? Yeah. The Gettys? Oh, he's literally from they the, were like, the yeah. Getty oil? They, 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 they like cut off one of the kids, and then there was a kidnapping, and then the guy died. Like, they killed okay, the guy. I, the guy I love Lord of the Flies, and I love Young Guns, too. I, I had the biggest crush Balthazar on Balthazar Getty, like, my whole teen life. Oh. But wait, so he is literally Getty, He's a Getty. Getty Oil? Oh, I don't know. Yes. I don't he know. Yes. Is. Is. And then his, well, then obviously his family's on some fuck shit. Um, wait, is there a sexy Murdoch? I wish Murdoch? he was on some fuck shit with me. Oh my God. Oh. A sexy Murdoch? No, there is it's, not a Murdoch that is sexy. They are disgusting. Yeah, like I honestly like you Across see Across the board. Gross. Gross. All right, so Dude, just I, for we, the last 10 minutes, can we go it, there? Real quick, we were talking about, I, I was going off about their dog kennels, as we said. Yeah. I saw another news report that actually like described that piece of land. And it starts mm. with thousands of acres. It's Thou- for sale. It's for sale. Thousands of acres. Are Those motherfuckers had like, you know, their own fucking county to do whatever the fuck they wanted. Like, the power in this little tiny... Like, because you think about this, like... Yeah, but it's low country South Carolina, which, as you know, is fucking well, gross. Well, That's swamps. They have a runway on that land. A they fucking runway. And, mm-hmm. and the kids, the teenagers that hung out there with the dead teenager, you know, like with the Murdoch kid that got killed. He got his whole Paul. entire Paul head. Paul was like... Paul got his whole was like, entire oh, no. face blown He's off. He's like, planes come in at least twice a week. We don't even know. Middle of the night, they'll just be unloading unloading bales and strippers and cocaine. Well, Paul was already killing people. I had no... I mean, when, I, when I saw that he they had... They all a, killed when he, Every single one of them had a body not on Not Mama Murdoch. But 100,000... died of, with the thing in the back of her head. She was probably way... She got... And then Murdoch immediately... She probably deserved Immediately it. after oh, the shooting... I mean... He, um, he starts searching restaurants... You see that, like, immediately after the shooting, he pulls his phone out. He's like, I guess he's, like, looking at his wife on the ground. He's like, oh, fuck, I forgot. There goes dinner. Guess I better search some restaurants. This bitch don't never cook. No. He's like, oh. He testified on behalf of himself, He killed the maid, though, though. you know, so he couldn't, she couldn't cook. He didn't kill the maid. Well, that maid, but the one that was there that night. She fell over the dogs and died. No, but there's one one that was there that day that testified recently in his trial. Yeah, she did not know that. The new maid. Enlighten me. She was the the greatest witness that they had. Oh no! That, the me. wife knew about the um all the money and was about to start 
you know, she knew that he's been lying and that there's big money problems mm-hmm. and it was a, it was time to discuss them according to the maid she discussed him with the maid she also could say that he wasn't napping during the time he said he yeah. was up with the thing she also found the wife's wedding ring in her car after the thing happened so she cooked dinner left it on the table and then she left and very shortly after they were murdered so she was able to be like but i left at this time and she had gone in the car to get something and found mrs murdoch's i don't know her name wedding ring i don't know in the car maggie she's maggie Maggie is probably also you know uh uh, it's also he's he ain't gonna work on Maggie's farm no more. No more. No more. No, ma'am. He actually will be working no on more Maggie's all. farm. I think doesn't that mean we're doing? No, but you know about this. But it's for sale for real. I was well, looking at it. Do you I was want like, what some? If? Do you no, want it? but it's interesting to me. It's, what freaked me out though like, is that who's gonna buy that's it? one county, and and you know. Think about all the counties in the South. Like every county in the South, there's going to be at least one thousand acre farm of fuckboys fucking fuckboying off, being in charge of the law. I think they owned more than that county, though. Well, they were, they were a very big deal. But did either of y'all catch the part of the trial that was about the Snapchat video? Is it because we're discussing the Murdoch's that about... you're saying y'all? No, no. I use y'all quite uh, a bit. I am very mm. southern. Thank you. Um, you, he, I know. He is. No, but I say y'all quite a bit. You don't. All right. Yeah, all right. If yes. you want to contest me, that's fine. You talk about the video uh, the son took. He's like, he yes. got the dog's tail. The dog's and then you tail. Can hear, yes. You can hear him in the yes. background talking. And then all of the family friends were like, yep, that's his voice. <laughs> and that's the thing. And Ten it, minutes before the shooting. It happens like, yes. There's Paul? Very, yes. Paul, Paul took. Was, the murdered the, Paul? Yes, he was murdered on the phone. Paul. The Check murderer why, why and they were, murdered Paul? Why they were at the kennel was one of, he had somebody else's dog there that was sick, and they were getting video of its tail so they could show it to a vet and um, figure out what was wrong with it. So he was down there videotaping the dog, and his dad was there and said something Alec. in the background. But he, he didn't know that his son was sending a video to somebody else. So he didn't know that this video was being filmed. When and he the, wasn't supposed and, to be there. Oh, and the, when he was and supposedly taking a nap. Yes. Somewhere it is, else. It is, you got it, exactly. So in the window in which Alec or Alex, which the internet cannot confirm nor deny for me for some reason, uh, nobody knows if it's Alec Murdoch or Alec Murdoch, Alex Murdoch, like nobody apparently knows. It's Alec. Right, but everything I look up, it's like Alec Mur- Murdoch or Alex Murdoch or vice versa. Either way, point being, he claimed that he, while in the window, that he claimed that he was taking a nap and was not down at the thing. Right. Obviously, the right. Both obviously, promotes a, that, and so does the lady that was cooking dinner. And, and also, but a Snapchat video will obviously, even if you disappear it, it has a timestamp on it. And so, even though Paul, who took the Snapchat video, is literally. Filming a dog's ass just to prove that the tail is wagging. You can hear Paul, Maggie, a and a wag and, the dog, and a and a third voice uh, in the background. And they have asked, "What it seems to be? Where's the clothes? Dozens of people, but, but right. But that being okay, all other evidence to the contrary is just that. Like you can hear Alec or Alex." Um, talking in the background and the person that was sent the Snapchat video was like, or actually they never got sent. The, the person that was intended to get the Snapchat never actually got it 
because Paul was murdered before he could actually hit send on it. That's how close in this is to the crime. Yeah, but he's a teenager and he should have hit send before he went back to the house because he was murdered. Uh, you, you raised a teenager, you know. Like, you can't just because he he's... because Just because Paul was a murderous slack-off fucko doesn't mean that he wasn't that shot Paul in the was face by him. I think he was just like sociopathically like Bo- lost and didn't. Bo- I don't think that he intentionally yeah. murdered the girl on the boat. I think he was just like no. They call it negligent manslaughter. Yeah, well, absolutely. And I think that's he's a manslaughterer. I think that's I think that's true about him. Negligent. Like, I think that they were raised by a sociopath, uh, so they had no concept. I'll say this of, though: like when that girl died, empathy. They didn't. When that girl died, punishment. they weren't his, taught. His first thought when he found out she was dead was, "Fuck, that's going to be bad for me." It's that, literally the first thing the, that the his dad thing. was talking about when this thing came up was trying to still continue to clear his name only because of the level of the lawsuit of like $30 million, well, which they, is what his mom and was he saying. Knew that he would, his he, mom was like, we owe $30 million on this if they prove that he murdered this girl. We don't have it. Yeah. It's what she said to that maid. Yeah, and they're going to so know. So the maid was like. Is that on record? Yeah, she just testified about it. Literally, yeah. like two right. days ago. Okay, so the maid said that, but it's she not recorded. Said, no. No, but no, no. she's like, I found her wedding ring. She was like, it's $30 million. We don't got it. It's on record that it was a $30 million case. And after they were murdered, the dad, Alec, was still trying to clear Paul's name from that murder. Not meaning that he was like so worried about the family and how while hiding you know, all of his own embezzlement. It's still and drug a thirty million dollar suit that's sitting there, and how was he's he... like, "Holy fuck!" So he probably thought, "Maybe I can get it from these two dying, and then I can pay off that suit." Because I think that he is so hyper obsessed around just money and survival that there is no one. That yes, I he's think... a socio, like he, a true sociopath. He truly all has of no... Them are. And well, they they're just raised got by him. I don't think his wife was a sociopath. No, I, I, I think she was a... She you, just, used... you just said that she said to the maid, like, eh, we gotta get out of this one because we'll owe $30 million. Like, But I don't think that makes her a sociopath. Like, I think just that a she shitty, is an one. incredibly shitty person. He came from a family of them, and he was raising his sons without empathy or compassion or understanding of those things. Like, and they were just getting fucked up and doing fuck shit. But I don't. I think don't, he is the true she didn't sociopath. Know about and this is all what the it looks like. Do you think that the wife is a fucking sympathetic figure? You don't think that she's a full-blown cohort, co-defendant? No, I you think she's a very like. I think. Conf- individual I don't that think she was knew about born it. and raised and married a sociopath and then things get real confused. It's the exact same conversation we're having around Army Hammer. Like, where do we draw a line between when we hold someone responsible for being like so strong minded that they understand the nuances of the people that they choose to fuck or marry or be attached or kill, to a business or, kill. or any if, of like if she was his partner in this shit it's he, would have, he would have sent her to the dad's house to deliver food you know like he made a plan where she was getting the fuck out of the way too so i'm guessing she wasn't 100 percent down with what he was doing and, and, and the way and by what she told the maid she didn't tell the maid you know i know we're fucked she was like I think he's lying to me about our finances. I think our finances are fucked. She that didn't know. Is, yeah, like, she, that was, is. she was suspecting not... it and she was going to ask him. She didn't know about his huge drug habit 
what he was doing with that airplane. No, totally. she didn't know no, about didn't all the that. money he no, was stealing. No, she did know about that drug habit, though. But you don't understand the nature of it. I don't think anybody knew it was 100000 a week. I promise you as an educator, like, privilege is not just white privilege, male privilege, all the things that you guys, you know, experience. But there are so <laughs> many times of privilege <laughs> where, like, privilege there are ways that human beings... There's no access to an understanding or education about certain stuff. And all of a sudden you're imbued in something where you don't know. Right. So whether it's army hammer and some sexualization and like your feelings and passion and things or your whatever the fuck her name is, Murdoch, and she's married to this guy and he's providing all this other stuff. And supposedly you were told this is what you should strive for, honey. This is what your life is amazing. And this is the greatest life you could ever have. And she's like, okay, it's the greatest life. And all of a sudden you look around, you're like, what's going on? But I don't know how to. <gasps> I'm sorry. Wrap she my definitely, head around this. She definitely. You don't have a concept of so many human beings okay, in the world that like, did don't she, have access Did she have to. a concept? I'm not that, saying she's. Hold on. But did she have a concept of covering up one murder for Which her. One? She didn't cover up her. any murders. She didn't cover up any Not murders, a single one. dude. She didn't. Bro, you don't think that the boating accident or the fucking gay bashing incident cover had him any... Up. How did the mom cover it up, Mike? She you're taking something she said yeah. about something someone else said and you're turning it into something else when you don't. You didn't even hear the first I, quote not at and all. you're making a thing up. She, you, as a mother, you, change you have a secretly... A closeted gay son who has murdered a child and dropped a dead body on the road. You, you oh, don't you're you're just, that. you're just you're just you're just you're crazy oh. if you think that everybody exists in a world where they understand the nature of so many aspects of reality that you understand. Absolutely not. So that oh okay. no, so you think, like, so you think Mother Murdoch is completely clean hands in all of this. You're no. talking about You said she covered a murder single, up. No, I don't think she intentionally no, no, no. did it. No, I think she didn't. Yeah. I'm saying you said she covered up a murder, but then she you changed the subject when you if talk you about which murder she covered she, up. No, each one of them. She they all have bodies on them. Every male member of that family has a body well, on them. Well, my mom knew everything I was doing in my teens. You don't think that this woman it's, has any concept of that the family is full of murderers and drug addicts and she just married into it and she is snow white in this entire thing? No. You guys really okay. believe that? Before, like before really the murders, if you looked weirdo. at that family, would you have said drug dealers and murderers? Absolutely. They didn't murder anybody. Yet. Absolutely. But that's also due to my prejudice. I I look at fucking wildly powerful white people. So the English family. Because of your Absolutely. experience and Absolutely. your upbringing. But Absolutely. that's different if you're a part of it. You don't look at the same things the same way when you're born and raised in something. You have you to understand. You don't understand what cultural competence means. Cultural competence maybe isn't about. I, perhaps I don't. But let me ask you this. You can't. If know. either Bro, of I'm not you have, saying that you have she's two, super you, you chill. have two sons. Yes. If both of them had murdered people, do you think that you would know? And if one of them murdered someone because they were closeted? Okay, so I'm going to tell you something. That the first rule of understanding human nature is to never say, "If I were you, I would have." Right? We can never That's do that. That's not what I said. I asked you. I you said, said what, would you have known? If I have? were yeah. her, I would have would known. You, you are yeah. literally no, asking me that exact I didn't say you would have. Point. I asked, would you have? And my response Maybe. is, I can never say what I would or wouldn't understand about the nature of reality as another human being. It's impossible for me to do that. 
And I know that you want to think that like everybody's on board, but I would, if, if it wasn't this podcast and it wasn't this situation and we weren't out of time, I would throw back on you some of the earlier conversations that we just had about when you do certain things with certain people, do we really understand where they're coming from? Do we really understand what they understand about it? Do we really get really suspicious? Is it okay for us to do the things that we do with people? You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of complicated nuances here. And this story relates to those stories where we have to be very careful what we assume people should know. You don't know someone's IQ, cultural background, worldview, how they were raised and what they were taught. You don't know those things. And that's what makes it fucking complicated. we, We don't know if she knew. Okay, and I would, but I would say if she didn't know that Yoko she she tried to not know, you know, like if she didn't know he had a drug problem, she went out of her way not to know, you know. Absolutely. But I can say she might not have not known, just them, but she all might, three of them. But she might not have known about the financial problems. She might not have known about the insurance, you know, and the maid and shit. Dude, you you really believe that she didn't know? I watch any a lot of, it? of true crime all the time, and I. That the husband or wife doesn't always know, you know. You seen the staircase? How many chicks did that Absolutely. dude marry? And they didn't even know that he had pushed other chicks that's down the stairs in the, in the earlier stairs. That's such a wildly different. Well, like no, that woman that married him should have known that he pushed chicks down the stairs already. They didn't no, know dude. that he'd already murdered somebody downstairs. She, yo, the, and she bought a house with stairs the in Murdo, it. The Murdo, the Murdo wife, a flat house. the Murdo wife married him when they were like in college. She raised these children. She'd been busy southern. There living. had been murders in the family for generations. Like I'm well, not really clear I don't on know why who the his two dad of you killed. are so fucking like giving her the benefit of the doubt so much. That's well, you haven't heard me. I've already said five times. She either did know or didn't know. I can't. There's no way I can know. I'm not giving her the benefit of the doubt. She fucking knew. I'm just saying. I don't know. I think she might still be breathing if he could have had one more witness on his side. She would have lied for him. She didn't. She wouldn't. That's a fair take. That is a fair take. And I'm saying he would have made plans that had her somewhere else. Because if Paul would have got killed alone, that would have made sense. I don't Paul even understand got, why Paul got killed. Well, well, I'm just saying, like, his first idea was maybe this has something to do with the boat when he was talking to the police. If it had just been Paul dying and not right. the mom, that would have made sense. But if the mom dying, too, is like, ooh, God, they're killing, killing, you know, you can't just kill a rich southern white woman around these parts and not get in trouble. Like, that is you can kill a, a, a murderer not and not get in trouble. I agree with you. That's my, that's the only take I have on it. But I, I think she knows more than we think she did, but I don't think she knew everything. And I think that she willingly didn't know everything. Like she would go out of her way to not notice Agreed. the problems but in willingly, her picturesque Southern living Agreed, life. Agreed, but willingly being a really important part of what we're talking about right yeah. now. Like she was willingly not knowing. And do we think that she didn't know that her son was closeted and didn't at least suspect that he may have been involved with Maybe. The gay boy that was dropped, whose body was dropped there. Like, come on. She had to at least suspect. Yeah. And I'm not saying that this holds up in a court of law. I just don't believe that she is some, like, Mary Magdalene, no, you know, immaculate concept of a member of the family where, like, everyone in this family has a body on them. And she doesn't even have a single concept. That's a 
that is a way more bizarre concept than anything else that, that either of y'all are talking about. Yeah. You know, it's people can do shit. And it's that the whole thing of like the whole point of it is that he was trying to keep his secrets. You know, like if the boat thing hadn't happened, then Alex Alec would have kept his secrets. That's all Abs- he wanted. No, absolutely. I do absolutely agree with you that like the secrets whether what I'm saying uh, about the wife has any reality at all, definitely, way before she marries into this family, the Murdoch family, yeah. she married into these secrets. Yeah. She, all of that is fuck shit, even before the sons killed people, whether by accident yeah. or on purpose. Uh, all of that starts well, way back with Alex... They're four generations deep. So that's obviously 100% true. You know what I mean? So I'm not saying that uh, old girl, that Maggie doesn't marry into just a fucking treasure trove of horrifying secrets. That's obviously true. You know what I mean? It goes without saying. But to, to pretend that Maggie does that as some like, Pearl clutching, like, oh, you know, um, ignorant of the whole thing. Yeah. Even if she marries in ignorant of it, how long does it take for her to know what she's married into? She's not innocent of this shit. Yeah, but I mean, that's okay. Every southern town. Do you think there's not one member of the Medford family before the sheriff got busted that couldn't have met a woman in high school and fell in love and that woman didn't know that? Right, but eventually, what he was. But like, eventually, saying, they eventually get there. Might. But eventually, they get there. Yeah, depending on what you're into. I think the biggest lesson learned from this that will not be learned in any way is, first off, prosecutors should be audited financially. If you're a prosecutor and mm-hmm. you've been working for the government employees, if you're a government employee in a position of power, mm-hmm. you've been working for them for your whole life, and so was your daddy and your daddy. Everybody, yes. if you've been working four for them for deep. four years, you, you should have an audit of your finances to yep. see if you're mis- if you're using your job wrongly. Because if you're a prosecutor and you have over a million dollars, absolutely, then you did something illegal. If you didn't inherit it from your parents, and they probably did something illegal, you probably did something illegal. We should really look into why you, as a small, poor Southern County's fucking prosecutor, have a thousand acres and a million dollars. And ex- completely, because especially if you're three generations entrenched in a, a agree, job that right. can enrich your, you right couldn't you, agree more you shouldn't be in that job anymore there honestly should be a, some rule that's like if your dad did a job for 20 years you can't have it you know absolutely but if you're the best at it yeah. that's just the that's the thing is like we we really should be having a, a government department that inspects the other fucking government departments on government accountability office but we we don't really have one and definitely not at the lower level where the corruption is rampant and unchecked. I completely every agree. judge, every court, fucking financial audit every four years. Completely agree. All right, we tapping out. What's what, what yeah. minute are we at? Oh, we're we're past an hour. All right, check us out. One ten. All right, on behalf of Silvery Plath, aka Shelly Silverstein, aka Paloma Abdul. Woko Ono. I am your host, MC Onion the Rap Scallion, Fallo Iglesias, the subwoofer drug pusher, Punani DeFranco, 
the dime store crime lord, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie. Uh, and on behalf of the man we cannot do without, a.k.a. Adam Strange, Tooth Willis, Forrest Gums, the Vice Count, Dirty Finger, uh, you have been rocking with the worst. This is the worst case scenario, because two wrongs don't make a right, but three wrongs definitely make a worst. This week we're closing with another Evil Note Lab track. This one's called Frankenstein's Mr. Wrong. Lounge homeboy, you in the danger zone. Foul mouths on point like a laser scope. You just bought a pocket knife to a Chewbacca fight. Spitting sofa in a cipher every time I rock a mic. Baca ice soda juice. Been nice over loops. Since it's what nothing most white folks are do. Getting straight with this cake and it's long overdue. All I've been on the did is smoke a split and soldier through. The brokest kid never phoned it in. Just spoke the truth. Spin a joke or two and choke a brew inside the vocal booth. So go shoot out a holler with a Ouija. Fuck a text up to see me looking at me like you ain't dead yet. Cool, cause I don't get upset. Make a villainous return like Zeb Love X. Live from clubs, catch my life is highly suspect. Got three words for you, homie, unimpressed. Ice real smooth, fang, go to super tongue. Foul mouth, heavy hand, sticky finger, itchy palm. Left foot stone hard. Oh, I'm a man and I'm the patchwork bastard. Frank is not Mr. Wrong. Ice real smooth, fang, go to super tongue. Foul mouth, heavy hand. No such thing as halfway crooks or ex-felons These songs don't tell lessons They sell weapons Drop a gem on them roughly every 12 seconds Bench press and raise the bar on every second snare Each quote so debonair Rick Flair meets Fred Astaire Evil note, hook your record plan to the electric chair Roast your folks in the smoke Ghosts like we was never there Flee to sea with no trace Homie grabbed a home base Somewhere in the universe Google Earth couldn't locate Homie peep the showcase This is murder over soul breaks In case you didn't notice This is OJ meets the OJs Make a hurt shake the skirt Till we see the old face Ask your lady friend, cause baby them gon' need a smoke break The silver tongue devil go to Dr. Jekyll Mr. Hyde spitting liquefied metal Ice real smooth fang, go to silver tongue Foul mouth, heavy hand, sticky finger, itchy palm Left foot stone hard, oh, head and head and on the patchwork bastard Frank is dodge, Mr. Wrong Ice real smooth fang, go to silver tongue Foul mouth, heavy hand, sticky finger, itchy palm Left foot stone hard Silver tongue, foul mouth, baby. Stick a finger in your palm. Left foot stone off. Hard head man at all. The dots work bastard. Frankenstein, Mr. Brown. Frankenstein, Mr. Brown. Frankenstein, Mr. Brown. Frankenstein, Mr. Brown. Tongue with the telefunkin' hatching plots. You bumpin' that production, it was made by astronauts. These ain't beat machines, homie, these are battle bots. 
Thought you wanted some, but now you know you'd rather not Have you sweating like wildcats with loud packs of traffic stops Trying to bounce past the ground stash, get the package off I used to count stacks for the queen pin Now I'm weaving soundtracks, butted up in sheepskin Believe it, the jerk got more rhyme than reason Life's a bitch, but God forbid you get the silent treatment Down to hustle, gotta get up out the struggle Cause yeah, life's a bitch, but I'm a dick and we're a power couple Spitting icebergs till the windpipe burst Think the boys pink Floyd, they astonished by this light work Got they signals mixed, they swing and miss It's more than hip-hop, this is English lit Ice real smooth Come on. 